0: ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930 present The Drive.
1: It is Friday, July 29th. Your drive begins now on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. I'm your host, Paul Swan. We're kicking off your weekend right by getting your phone calls and texts in. Of course, always do that. It's 304-396-TALK. If you want to text into the program, that's 304-396-8255. The phone line this hour is 877-420-TALK. That is 877-420-8255. You can find me on Twitter. It's at Paul Swan on Twitter. Coming up today on the program, we're going to be speaking to the head coach of the Huntington Highlanders, my good friend and yours, Billy Seals. He's excited. Football season's about to begin. Maybe another shot at winning the state championship. Hopefully he can make it back to the championship game also. Uh, I know he wants his Tennessee Volunteers to do well this year. That's not going to happen, but at least the Huntington Highlanders will have a great shot at uh, getting to the postseason and, of course, uh, winning the maybe winning it all. That would be fantastic. So we're going to talk to Billy here in the next few minutes, the Mountain State Athletic Conference, um, picking the Highlanders as the favorite to repeat as the league champion. So I'm looking forward to talking to him. We haven't done that in a while. And uh, he's um, he's done a fantastic job at Huntington so far. Yeah, and All the time that we've known him, uh, he's really made that football program where it should be. So that's coming up in the next few minutes. We, we, we've we got a lot to get into. And the first thing we need to touch on is Rasheen Ali. Just continuing to rack up watch list nods. This time, Rasheen Ali, named to the Walter Camp Football Foundation watch list. He's only one of two Sunbelt players Conference football players on the list. Uh, quarterback Grayson McCall, Coastal Carolina, he's on the list as well. So, this adds to being named to the Maxwell, that's College Player of the Year, the Paul Horning Award, that goes to the most versatile player in college football. And then you got the Werfel Trophy, which is a student athlete's performance on and off the field, community included. And now you add the Walter Camp Award. And, of course, if he has a fantastic year, he might get some consideration for Heisman. I mean, it's a possibility. There, there's always a possibility of that. You know, sometimes it's it's the surprises like a Rasheen Ali that might get some Heisman consideration, that might get a little Heisman attention. And, honestly, don't be surprised if you see... Maybe teams outside of the power five at least have a couple of players that well could get some of that consideration. As far as uh, hot, I mean, honestly, Randy Moss years ago, so Rasheen on league, we could get Rasheen to that uh point. Right now, I think CJ Stroud's probably the odds on favorite. The Heisman, he's probably one of the favorites. Uh, Bryce Young's probably one of the favorites as well. Uh, but one thing that's interesting about McCall, he is getting some mention as a Heisman candidate. So you've got a Heisman potential candidate in Coastal Carolina's quarterback, Grayson McCall, and he's also today on the Walter Camp Award watch list. So keep an eye on some of those guys. Uh, we definitely will start racking up the watch list. Keep an eye on uh, where uh, everyone starts to finish, and don't forget they add to these lists as well. But Rasheen's there to start. It's it's better to it's always good to start on the list and to keep yourself on it. You know what else is coming up tonight? Best Virginia. We're going to keep an eye on this. They're taking on Red Scare, the Dayton alumni team. Nine o'clock tip. This is going to be later. 9 o'clock tip. And this one's actually televised on ESPN. How about that? ESPN, not ESPN 3, not ESPN 2. This one's actually going to be on ESPN, so should get a lot more push. And Dayton's got home court advantage. I don't know how much that's going to play into this one, but uh, that Best Virginia team's really good. Really good, but if you haven't seen Red Scare... Dayton has some pretty good alum. This is going to be interesting because again, it's home court advantage, and it should be. I, I guarantee you, there'll be more than there were in Charleston for this one. There's going to be a lot more probably for this one than there were in Charleston. Definitely more than five thousand. That's with that's with Best Virginia and heard that in there. I was expecting a little bit more than five thousand. That's that was sort of the range. I would think we could get more. Next time that's here in either Charleston or you know, I, I for some reason think I can push for Huntington to get this thing. Probably not gonna happen, but get the thing in Charleston. I think you get a little bit more than five thousand for this. Just a little bit. I mean, if if you if you do it right. At the same time though, be that that's kind of I think you can get more, but I, I'm not surprised by that. Maybe in a couple of years, let's hopefully, when things are better, the economy's better, people can afford a ticket, people maybe want to spend the money to take a, a brief little road trip to Charleston and actually venture out of Cabell County and and, and Huntington and go up to Kanawha County and go see John Elmore and heard that. So when we continue, we're going to turn our attention to high school football. we got Billy Seals coming up. Mountain City Athletic Conference putting the, the target on him. I'm sure he's okay with it. We will talk to him about that later on. We'll get your phone calls and texts. And uh, we've got our question of the day. We haven't been doing that for a while. I'm kind of curious. Now that you've seen everything, you know what's happening in the Sun Belt, right? Tremendous media day. You got to hear all the coaches. If you haven't, you can go back on ESPN Plus and watch a lot of that. And if you... you know, kind of want to figure out who's going to be good in this league that's a great way to maybe kind of get a feel for it but ultimately you know marshall is fourth in the coaches poll so tell me this question of the day who do you have picked who's your pick to win the east division the west division and the conference Who's your pick to win the Sun Belt? We'll talk about that when we continue with this edition of The Drive, ESPN 94.1 at AM 930. This is The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Welcome back to the Friday, July 29th edition. Your drive continues on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. So uh, the Mountain State Athletic Conference coaches have picked the Huntington Highlanders as the favorite to repeat as the league champions. That means a big old bullseye has been painted on my next guest, the head coach of the Huntington Highlanders, Billy Seal. So um, no pressure there. You're just the number one team in the Mountain State Athletic Conference.
0: Well, you know, those things are nice and everything, but it is a preseason poll. So, you know, you take those things with a grain of salt and I think it's just uh you know, I remember last year we were picked to finish fourth in the conference. So uh you know, I, I appreciate, you know, the voting and, and the coaches and in the conference and there's a lot of good teams in our conference, so it's gonna be, you know, a tough long season.
1: Okay, you say that now with the preseason polls, but a lot of teams are picking Tennessee to be, like, second in the East Division. I know you're liking that.
0: Well, no doubt. They've been kind of middle of the pack or down below. But, again, they still got to prove it. You know, uh, you you look at them, and uh, on paper, they're better than uh, Florida this year. But they've beat Florida one time in the last 15 years, I think. So, um, you know, it, it looks good on paper, but still got to get out there on the field and get the job done.
1: Okay, we'll keep an eye on him. You, you know, I keep an eye on that Tennessee score every week just for you. Oh, yeah. So let's talk about what you got coming back. We have to start the quarterback position. Um, again, everyone thinks that uh, Gavin Lockhart <laughs> is going to be once again outstanding. Um, how much improvement have you seen in him so far, and uh, what do you expect out of him?
0: Well, He's done a lot of work this offseason. He ran track this spring, uh, so he's gotten faster. He probably last year played at about 200 pounds. He's down to about 187, 188, which we think he's a little more explosive, to be honest with you. And, uh, you know, he's been traveling down to Atlanta and different areas, working with a a guy that specializes in just fundamentals at the quarterback position. And we feel like his mechanics are much better and uh, feel like that he's got a lot more zip on the football this year and that just comes with just the maturation process and getting a little older and a little stronger and you know we feel like obviously he's the key to us offensively along with a number of other guys but uh, anytime you bring your quarterback back um, you know you feel good about where you're at and and a guy like Gavin had a phenomenal year last year Um, you know we, we feel good about that position and you know, we feel really good about our other guys at quarterback. I mean, Avante Crawford has played really, really well this this three week period and this summer during our flex days, as well as Jackson Hatfield. So, you know, we feel like we got three very good quarterbacks.
1: But does Gavin, you feel, have the weapons to uh, to maybe take you to that next step? You know, does he have the tools he needs as far as uh, you know every other position? What do you, what do you feel like you're looking like right now?
0: Well, I think our strength is in our skill positions this year. Um, You know, at receiver, you're not going to replace guys like Noah Wanick and Scout Arthur and and Nakai and Harrell, who all graduated. But we do feel like that our our receiving core is going to be really, really good. Um, You put Zod Jackson, um, you know, who had a phenomenal freshman year. Uh, Malik McNeely, a kid that – didn't play last season. Um, is back out for us. About a six-three receiver. Uh, Tavian Chandler, another six-three receiver. Um, you know, you take uh, Wayne Harris, um, who's moved in from South Charleston High School, who we feel like uh, probably one of the most dynamic players in the state, um, and put him in the slot. And um, you know, Tavion Wilson, a, a freshman kid, it's about six-two. Uh, so. We got a lot of names uh, out there, Marshall. Christus. we we probably got eight or ten receivers we feel good about.
1: You gonna have enough footballs for them all?
0: Well, that's all. You know, that's always the problem. I think, I'll be honest with you. I mean, we've got you know we got one football, and um, you know uh, our guys understand that it's a team game. Um, you know, we don't sit over on the sidelines and chart how many carries somebody has. You know, we we call the game as we see it, and. Uh, you know, got to understand that, you know, it's about Huntington High football. It's not about any any one person getting, uh, you know, 25 touches. We don't go into a game and say, well, this guy's got to have 25 touches. You know, we're, we're there to win the game. And, uh, you know, I think our, our team understands that we're going to put them in the best position to have the opportunity to win those games.
1: Well, the other side of the ball, I know you're – you're a big fan of the defense. You're, you're okay with that. Um, I heard you were pretty good uh, with the uh, north-south game, that you were decent on uh, coaching defense. I heard that about you. <laughs>
0: well, you know, you get those. That, that was a lot of fun, number one. And, uh, you know, it was it was good to work with, with Coach Brad Dingus. You know, we're pretty close friends, and it was good to work together. And you know, it's, and when you get in those situations, you don't want to throw a whole lot at the kids. They're all there because they're good players in the North South game, and uh, you know we really just had you know teach them some fundamentals and alignments, and uh, just tell them to go play football. And uh, you know that was a that was a, a, a real fun week for myself and the players. And uh, I know that um, the two guys that played for us, James Scott and uh, Brody Sipple, were, were you know they still talk about. That week, when I when I run into them, and they still stay in, uh, you know, good communication with all those guys they played with that they didn't know the week before.
1: It's great to hear. And of course, um, since you have a, seem you seem to have a knack for coaching the defensive side of the ball. How you feel this year?
0: Well, I think we got we got some holes. We got to feel. Um, you know, you take the middle of our defense with um, James Scott graduating, Josh Polly, Brody Sipple at, at the two inside tackle positions. And then you take, you know, we lost both our inside linebackers with Tyree Smith and Dave Bradshaw. That, You know, that's, that's a, a question mark for us. We've had some guys that's played well here this summer. Caillou uh, Jackson has is, is done really, really well. Um, Malachi Stellards, you know, Robbie Martin's going to play some defense. Um, and then at the linebacker position, we kind of moved some guys around. Um, but, you know, Jordan Price is kind of the constant there, was a starter for us last year. So we're going to rely on him heavily there at that linebacker position just to, you know, be the, the, the guy that knows what to do, can make the calls, and it's got a lot of experience in that position. And then, you know, we feel like our back half is as good as it's been. I mean, you take, you know, Wiz, wiz um you take Zob Jackson, you take Wayne Harris, you take Avante Crawford, you take Jonathan Jackson, another kid that started for us as a freshman didn't play last season and is back out so you know we got, we got a lot of athletes on the field we just got a uh, you know football still about can you run the football and can you stop the run
1: talking about robbie martin for a moment uh, he's getting a lot of buzz um yeah talk a little bit more about him if you would and uh, what makes him so buzz worthy uh, as far as maybe the next level
0: well i think first of all he's he, he's very very long uh, he's got long arms you know, which is, you know, one of the things you got to have at the offensive line position. Um, he moves relatively well for a big kid, um, and I think the biggest thing when, when guys kind of run into him, you know, he looks about 265, 260, and um, you know, we got his physical the other day, and he was 291. So, I mean, he looks good. Uh, he's worked really, really hard this off offseason, and, and understands he's still got a long ways to go. He's just going to be a junior this year, and The biggest thing for him. He's got to continue to work hard and get better every day and try to be the best Robbie Martin he can be.
1: When you talk about the buzz that a player gets, and part of your what your mission is at least, you know, you're trying to do the very best you can for these young men. And that's classroom, that's potential on the field, off the field. And a lot of that is, of course, also the next level, trying to you know help them the best you can put themselves in a position to be recruited. But now you got this transfer portal, so you could have these great kids that are out there working hard, and it might be harder for them to get a look when it comes to colleges because they haven't been proven yet on the college level, whereas if you got a need now, you go out and usually you find someone in the transfer portal. Uh, how has that hurt you or hurt high school recruiting in your mind?
0: Well, I think it definitely hurt high school recruiting. You know, we were very fortunate last year, 10 out of our 11 seniors signed to play college football, which is, you know, unheard of in, in this area. And, um, you know, but it has hurt high school kids. I mean, I've had multiple guys, college coaches tell me, Coach, we're only going to take about 15, 16 high school kids now, where they used to take 22 and maybe leave three spots for a, a transfer or a junior college player, um, you know, now they're leaving six, eight spots for the transfer portal. So it's it's definitely hurt high school kids. Um, you know, it's, I'm not a fan of the transfer portal. Um, you know, I, I just think it's deep down inside it's, it's really hurt the high school kids and the opportunities that they have.
1: Do you see student athletes now going to the next level more as a preferred walk-on if they can't? you know, get that scholarship, is that going to be the new norm?
0: Well, I think, it, like in our, our instance, you know, um, I, I'm a firm believer if you've got a preferred walk-on somewhere and you've got scholarship money, say, at a D2 school and maybe you got a preferred walk-on at an FCS, you know, to me, at the, at the end of the line, we got to make sure that the kids are happy with their decision because it's their decision. They're the ones that's got to live with the decision that they make. And, um, you know, it's just, for me, it's hard to turn down a program that's giving you quite a bit of money to play the sport of football uh, compared to a preferred walk-on. So, uh, you know, that's kind of been our philosophy. But, again, we always ultimately leave it up to the kid and and his family. And I always try to tell our kids, you know, you're the one that's got to live with the decision. You're the one that's got to get up at 5 a.m. and go to workouts. And also see yourself outside of football. You know, if football was taken away from you, do you see yourself at that school with the academics and, and the people that go to school there? And and that kind of helps you make your decision as well.
1: Huntington High football coach Billy Seals joining us. The Huntington Highlanders are picked to win the Mountain Sea Athletic Conference. So we're talking a little bit about the transfer portal. Uh, do you think that um, – do you have to change now what you do As you mentioned, there's not going to be that many spots available for kids coming out of high school on these uh, rosters. They're not going to recruit as many. So is there something you have to do or you're thinking about to try to help your kids as far as you're trying to sell? Obviously, they've got to put the work in, but you're trying to sell them as well to to coaches at the next level. Is there something you have to do different or do you have to go about it a different way?
0: Well, I think, first of all, the most important thing that could happen is there's gotta be a trust factor between the college coach that or that college program and the head coach. And I know that a lot of our guys have, have performed very well at the next level. They've gotten their degree. They've done everything on and off the field to make those programs proud. And so I think that, you know, our program and and, and myself, we have a, a great relationship with college coaches. And those college coaches got to know, you know, when you ask about a kid, we're always up front. You know, uh, we, we just we just lay it out there because ultimately we want those schools to keep coming back to Huntington High School and recruiting our guys. And, you know, all the guys that we've had, we've always been truthful with. And all those guys have, have played up to their ability. Um, so, you know, I think we just trust is number one. And I think you got to continually push kids on social media. Uh, we, I think we do a great job of that. And, and ultimately, the kid got to put his time in in the offseason and uh, you know, do all that they can do to be the best player they can be in the fall.
1: Do you see it get to a point where you're going to have to devote more resources to that? Videos, social media? I know name, image, and likeness is a college thing right now, but when does that trickle down to the high school ranks?
0: Well, I, I think it's sooner than later, to be honest with you. Um, you know, not a fan of it. Um, you know, maybe at the co- at the college level, it, it does not bother me because those, those guys bring in a tremendous amount of revenue to those those schools' um, athletic programs. So at the, at the college level, the NIL, I have no problem with. Um, I think it's absurd to bring it to the high school level. Um, you know, and I hope it never passes, but, I mean, I, I do think it's something that is going to kind of move into high school football. But, uh, you know, first of all, we, we just want to – Treat our kids the best we can treat them. Love them up, hug them up, make sure that they do everything they're supposed to do on and off the field. And when they leave Huntington High School, they're a a better man or woman than when they walked in and, um, you know, get an opportunity to do whatever their dreams are.
1: My guest is Huntington high football coach, Billy seals. Uh, we are uh, putting the big bullseye on you right now as the top team in the Mount sea athletic conference. And then you got to go prove it. And you start with spring Valley and it doesn't get any easier. Uh, again, uh, it would be disingenuous of me to look at your schedule or anyone to look at your schedule and go, all right, here's the easy game. There's not one.
0: Uh, in our conference, you gotta be ready to play every week. And, uh, you know, I think in our program we've talked we talk constantly every year, every week. I'm more concerned about how we play than who we're playing. Um, you know, so there's there's an expectation on how you play, uh, how you execute, how you do the little things right every day in practice and on Friday night. So, you know, really for us, there, I mean, there's nights that we've won, you know, fifty two twenty one, and I'm not happy because. We gave up 21 points, or we had three turnovers, or we had nine penalties. So um, it, there's always room for improvement, and I, I think our, our guys know that there's an expectation on how you play at Huntington High, and they take a lot of pride in that.
1: Billy Seals, my guess. So um, we're not ready to scout Spring Valley yet, are we? We're not. We're not even there.
0: No, actually, I started watching about three weeks ago. Okay.
1: <laughs> okay um typical spring
0: valley gonna be really good well coached tough hard-nosed football team one of the premier programs in the state i mean you look they've played for three state championships probably in the last what six years or seven years um so you know just really really good program so we we definitely have to improve each and every day to to get to that first game and, and hopefully get out of there with a win
1: did you um you learn anything from uh, that dingus guy you learn anything from him?
0: Yeah, you, you, you know, you always
1: pick guys' brain.
0: Uh, you, you know, you, you don't tell all your secrets, but, you know, um, coaching is, you know, none of us have been at anything. We're, we're all stealing from one another, and we just may call it something a little bit different terminology-wise. But, uh, you know, even down at the north-south, we talked a lot of football. Uh, bottom line, it comes down to who executes on Friday night. We all kind of know what we're going to do. It's just who executes better.
1: Well, this won't be the uh, this. It won't be that long before we're getting you back from here on a on a weekly basis. But uh, you're going to be pretty busy. So, starts Monday, right? Yeah, starts Monday. So everything um, everything starts uh, fast forwarding here uh, as soon as we get to Monday.
0: Yeah, we're excited. We're, we're excited to get back out there and play, and you know, kind of see uh, you know what this football team brings. You know, we talk about leaving your legacy on Huntington High football and. You know, we told our seniors yesterday in a, in a team meeting. You know, what's your legacy going to be? You know, what's your legacy of your senior class going to be? And so, you know, we can't live on the laurels and the, and the, all the accomplishments last year. We got to go back to work and and realize that you know we got to play well every week and we got to get better every day. And and uh, you know, this 2022 team leave its legacy at Huntington High School.
1: Appreciate you doing it again today. Uh, we'll get back with you soon. Um, have fun Monday with these kids. I know you will. Uh, I'm excited for it. Uh, we're looking forward to the season once again. Hey, Paul, thanks
0: for having me on, and uh, thanks for everything you guys do for for athletics in general.
1: Appreciate it. That's Huntington High football coach Billy Seals, uh, the number one team according to the preseason in the Mountain State Athletic Conference. Now you got to go out and prove it. And you start your season on the 26th of August against Spring Valley. It's going to be a tough game to start, and it's not going to get any easier because uh, every game on here is a challenging one. We'll get your phone calls and text in now. The phone line is 877-420-TALK, 877-420-8255. Text line 304-396-TALK, 304-396-8255. So, question of the day. You've seen everything now from the coaches. You know what they had to say. You've kind of been figuring out in your mind what these new teams are about in the league. You've seen what they're about. You've seen what Marshall's about. And you see that Marshall's picked fourth in probably the toughest division in G5 football. Did the coaches get it right? Is Marshall a force... I'm number four? Are they number four? Or is the herd number one? Or better yet, my question to you is who's going to win the East Division, West Division, and the Championship of the Sun Belt? Text line 304 396 Talk, 304 396 8255 on Twitter at Paul Swan More coming up on this edition of the drive on ESPN ninety four point one and AM nine thirty.
0: This is The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM
1: and AM 930. Welcome back to The Drive. Paul Swan, your host. It's Friday, July 29th. We are taking your phone calls and texts. The phone line is open now. It's 877-420-TALK-877-420-8255. The text line is open as well. 304-396-TALK-304-396-8255. I am asking you if... You think that the coach has got it right? Who's gonna win the who's gonna win the conference? East division? Is it gonna be Appalachian State? If you're gonna pick a conference champ today, is it Appalachian State? Is it gonna be Appy in the East? And is it gonna be Louisiana in the West? What about Coastal Carolina? They look pretty good, right? Can the herd compete? Can the herd win the East Division? That's our question of the day. We go to the text line. Uh, and don't forget. If I don't see your text right away, uh, if you text me after show hours, I will, uh, I will get to it. Uh, here is, um, let's clean some text up here. Uh, we've got, um, texter writes in. Hey, Paul. Talking about next year's football schedule, take a trip out to Rutgers or Temple for a game. Totally not being selfish. Give me a quick drive to a Marshall game go-herd. So, um, by the way, some interlopers walked in my studio. I mean, just invite yourself, why don't you? I mean, go ahead. Sure, sit down. Rumble the table. Didn't I get rid of you years ago? Yes,
2: you did, mostly. Jeez, and you're back. But, you know, you had Billy Seals on, and and we're like... We go together these days.
1: Good grief! Woody Woodrum is just came in the studio now, uninvited, by the way. What do you? What do you want?
2: I'm just wandering around, you know. I'm gonna go down and, and be a deadhead tonight at the uh, music jeez. down on the plaza. So,
1: jeez, I just thought I'd come by and say hi. Yeah, you're yeah. just like walking in, you know. Yeah. It, it would be great if engineering had an on-air light on the studio, <laughs> so you could you know not to walk in while I'm on the air. <laughs> that would be fantastic. Um, <laughs> So Billy Seals. Yeah. He, he's okay as a coach. How about that?
2: He is very excited about this year and and it's not just having the what most people think is you know, a, a, Cofield and company rates him as the number 2 quarterback. Of course, Martinsburg has two quarterbacks are like in the top 5. But uh yeah, Gavin is uh the, the best runner that they've had and and he definitely came around last year in a passing game like you hoped and you know he's got a ton of options this year and a lot of talent to throw to, so I think they're very excited up on the mountaintop about how this season's going to play out. Of course, it's tough. You start with Spring Valley, you know, you just right. Thrown to the Wolves in the first game. I guess you you don't get a warm-up game so much in high school as you do in college sometimes.
1: No, no warm-ups here at all. You take uh, a nice little trip to Spring Valley on August 26th to take on the Timberwolves, and then it doesn't get any easier than that. We'll have those games for you, of course, right here on ESPN 94.1 at AM 930. We'll video stream those as well, and uh, that means uh, this year um, Woody Woodrum is going to have to actually dress up nice and, um, you know... <laughs> look good i know we won't have the camera on you don't
2: worry oh okay well you know i thought that might be new so no no uh,
1: no 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 come but, on
2: I, you know you can't complain about huntington's schedule it's it's a great schedule because the msac is a great conference and the only out of conference game they have is beckley and that's also the longest trip i mean we go to Canal valley a couple of times for gw hurricane is on the schedule Midland on the away schedule Spring Valley. So that's a good year travel-wise when you're the radio guys, you know.
1: Yeah, it's going to be fun. So I'm looking forward to it. Uh, Woody is going to be part of the broadcast crew here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. So we'll talk more about that as we get closer to kick off all of our offerings, including which games are going to be part of our Kindred digital game all of the week. And that, of course, means you can stream a lot of our games on our Facebook page. So if you haven't already, find us on Facebook. It's ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. Find us, like us on Facebook, and you'll get those notifications. And just keep an eye on the Facebook page every Friday night. Usually, if it's a home game, more than likely we're going to have that as part of our digital game of the week, so you get to watch the game or you can just listen to it the old-fashioned way right here on the radio or stream it live at WRVC.com. All right, we got to hit our break, come back. We will continue with this edition of The Drive, including your phone calls and texts. And tell me, who's going to win the East Division and West Division of the Sun Belt? And ultimately, who's going to be the champion? That's our question. You can text me at 304-396-TALK. Or find me on Twitter at Paul Swan. More coming up. It's The Drive here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. This is The Drive with Paul Swan
0: on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930.
1: We are wrapping it up on this edition of The Drive. The phone line is open. That means you can call in at 877-420-TALK, or you can just do it the cool way. You can text in 304-396-TALK, 304-396-8255. Uh, Woody Woodrum, former former member of this show, just wandered in the studio, just sat down and invited himself in. <laughs> I mean, it's sort of, he, he didn't want to text so apparently, you can just walk in the studio instead of just text your questions in, Woody. Well, yeah, I, you know, I texted yesterday. <laughs> you and, did, and, was and like, then it was misunderstood. Well, so. I mean, did you read it? Actually? I had to come and and, and you had to actually come explain talk. it. Yeah, yeah. Know. trust me, you can't type as much as you speak. <laughs> That's impossible. No, no one has that kind of finger no. speed on their phone. No. Oh, so, um, we have got a few weeks ago until we get down to the Thundering Herd rally. You can't go, by the way. What? Yeah, you can't go in a few weeks. The Thunderheard oh. rally. You know why? You'd be doing honey and high football.
2: Oh yeah. Twenty six. Yeah, that'll that'll keep me busy. Yeah,
1: yeah unless you wanna go down to the Thundering rally and then just swing up the uh to the Timberwolves. Yeah, I, yeah well, Try try to get in there. Early. Yeah, uh-huh. I,
2: I, I always go about four o'clock when we've got a game out in right. Spring Valley.
1: Yeah, you know we we'll set up the night before before we go out to uh, Spring Valley to set up for that game. <laughs> yeah, they will be right. And it's there. even harder
2: to get out of there uh-huh. after a game.
1: Yeah, so just pack a pack a dinner. Yeah, uh, pack a dinner. So uh, I'm interested to see what Spring Valley's about because they've got to. I mean, Huntington High's got some issues. Well, well, Huntington High's biggest issue is the offensive line. Yeah, they got to replace some people. I but... mean, it's Robbie Martin
2: and a cast of newbies. Yeah, you uh, know some guys that played a little bit last year, but not very much. And uh, yeah, Robbie's Robbie's the ace, but you know you got to have a strong center. Will Elk is a youngster who was a sophomore last year. You hope he can slide in there and and play for you pretty well, but uh, they, they're still trying to. You know, they're looking at them, obviously. I've been up to watch them do their uh, three-week workouts a couple times. And, you know, they feel like they have a good start on it. But, it, I mean, it. You, everybody looks like an All-American in shorts, as right. I've often told you. And until uh, you put the pads on and they start knocking heads a little bit, that's when you start to find out if they can really play on the offensive and defensive lines.
1: The Spring Valley Timberwolves' first opponent, they have got to replace a lot of skill players. That's yeah. that's going to be a thing for them to address, and I'm sure they will. They'll have the numbers. Uh, they've got a really cool schedule. They're playing Portsmouth. They yeah. got Portsmouth on their schedule. That's pretty cool. Yeah. yeah, that should be played more. You should have more games like that. Absolutely. the pro- The
2: problem is the is the AAA schools over here. Where it would almost be four, five, six A over in Ohio, though. You know, most of the schools are pretty small because it's it's the, uh, you know, Fairland is basically Proctorville, and Chesapeake is Chesapeake and South Point, South Point, so forth. And it's not like these huge consolidated schools we have here, you know, Spring Valley with, you know, 2,500 kids, Huntington with 2,500 kids, Midland with 3,000 kids and so you know you you have a lot more people to work with i mean billy didn't talk about it but he told me he was just thrilled that they started their three-week workouts with over 70 kids and their usual in july was like 50 and maybe some kids would come up in august want to walk on but you know it helps when you go to the state championship kids see that swag that they got you know the shirts the sweatshirt the travel suit all of that and the parade through the halls of the high school to get on the bus and go to wheeling that that makes an impression and kids like he he talked about the jackson kid who didn't play last year after playing as a freshman now he's back and and you know he's a good baseball player too Uh, john dennison is thrilled to have him on the baseball side but he he knows he can help the football team too
1: we're going to try to talk to Brad Dingus next week as we get some of these coaches on as we get closer to the start of the season, and probably week number one, our game of the week probably is going to be Huntington at Spring Valley. That's going to be a huge one. I'm already calling it. That's my game of the week. <laughs> well, I'm a little biased. I've been told little. Uh, I've been told even though I didn't go to Huntington High School, the new one. Yeah. that I'm a little Huntington biased. yes and
2: you would hardly even say highlanders in the early days yes 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 i am a little biased (laughs) just a little
1: biased um just a little but no i love spring valley as well so you know
2: we talk about scheduling there's Midland with the second year in a row they've only got nine games because they can't get schools to play and that's also part of being really good I mean, you you talk about championships down here. Midland's been twice, Huntington's been twice, and Spring Valley's been three times. The other two years that they didn't go, MSAC teams won the state. You know, so Charleston got the, the COVID trophy after they played six games and didn't have to play but one in the playoffs. And and then you had uh, Capital before that, so
1: still going uh, there though, huh? Yeah, still yeah, going there. Yeah, we haven't last let that ten,
2: go. We haven't let that go. Last ten years though, uh, you know, it's been the MSAC in the championship game every time. So and and the years that it was in Martinsburg, it was MSAC versus MSAC. Actually, you can go back to 2016. You can throw in two more championships for South Charleston, legit, and. Two for Parkersburg. So
1: you know, I get texts all the time from uh, a, a a former intern on the program yeah. who uh, is now uh, involved with those Martinsburg broadcasts, and he's already all in. Oh. it's like it's 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 like yeah, we're we're gonna we're yeah, stop that.
2: Well, you know, <laughs> I, mean, I mean,
1: look, they're living large and in charge up there in uh, in the Panhandle because that football program has been consistent. They've got the population to draw from and you could have some of the best football teams we've ever seen here in the southern half of West Virginia, and it's still going to be a chore to go up there and beat Martinsburg on a consistent
2: basis. You know what it reminds me of? Winfield was pretty good in the 70s and 80s in basketball. Well, they were the second-best team in the state because Norfolk was the best and won eight championships in a row. All
1: right, that's going to do it for this edition of the show. I want to thank Billy Seals, head coach of the Huntington Highlanders, for joining us on the program We'll talk more next week. High school football is getting into full swing for our producer for his next to last day. After that, I can't, you know, labor laws. His internship is up. I can't use him after this. Christian Palmer, I'm Paul Swan. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, And uh, Woody Woodrum, get the heck out of here now. All right. More on the way Monday here on ESPN 94.1 at AM 930.